The new year comes with new ways for pros to save at Lowe's. Like when you're ready to tackle your taxes, we'll help you save up to $100 off federal tax preparation when you file through TurboTax. All you have to do is sign up to become a Lowe's Pro Loyalty member by January 25th, and the savings is yours. This exclusive offer is for new Lowe's Pro Loyalty members only, so sign up at Lowe'sForPros.com slash ProLoyalty. Lowe's, the new home for pros. Discount valid on select TurboTax services through October 15th. More terms apply. U.S. only. Every gambler knows that the secret to surviving. I don't want to take advice from fools. You always won every time you place the bet. Joe Duffy, CEO of OffshoreInsiders.com. We've already given you the AFC preview. Now let's give you the NFC preview. Who are the favorites to win the NFC and go to the Super Bowl? And, of course, this is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. You'll get the biggest sign-up bonus in the industry of any legitimate, highly-rated sports book if you use the promo code Duffy, D-U-F-F-Y, MyBookie.ag, 24-7 customer service and more. MyBookie.ag. Make sure you use the promo code of Duffy and the favorites to win the NFC. Philadelphia, the defending Super Bowl champions at plus 420. I don't think it's that important who will be the starting quarterback on opening day. Carson Wentz coming back from an injury. They still have Nick Foles. Really, the key is, will Carson Wentz be able to play You know, the final 12, 13 games and, of course, be healthy heading into the playoffs? Nick Foles certainly proved that he is a legitimate starting quarterback in this league. Look, the first time around with Philadelphia, put up crazy numbers, but Chip Kelly decided Sam Bradford was going to be better for his offense. Why? I don't know. I've never been a Bradford fan. And yeah, Nick Foles struggled under a, a, a very overrated coach in St. Louis, and then was out of football, came back. But look, I've always said that the reason guys like Jay Cutler and Matt Stafford, you know, all those quarterbacks, Jeff George, who I say, have been grossly overrated, wind up getting drafted so high. And then you have guys like, you know, Nick Foles and, and Kurt Warner and Tom Brady who don't get drafted all that high is because they fall in love with these guys with these strong arms and don't pay enough attention to guys who get the ball out to playmakers who can complete the routine pass. And Nick Foles proved that he can do that as well as be a little bit of a playmaker. So Philadelphia should be the favorite because they got one of the best starting quarterbacks in the NFL and they have one of the best backup quarterbacks. Offensive tackle Jason Peters is back. Remember there were questions about the Eagles offensive line heading into the postseason, but they had so many good skilled position players, including Foles, who turned out that he is uh, pretty darn good and they were able to overcome that, but their offensive line will be better. Zach Ertz is tight end and uh, Nelson Aguilar, they lead a deep group of receivers, but Philadelphia likes to spread the ball out, so they're not going to, you know, live and die off of just one, uh, you know, or, or two receivers. They can really spread it out. They're deep on the defensive line, and they added Halati Nagati and a Pro Bowl, t- Pro Bowl tight end Michael Bennett. If he can stay out of trouble, look, the truth is, on paper, the Philadelphia Eagles are better than the team that won the Super Bowl, but of course, we know it is very tough to return to the uh, Super Bowl, and there hasn't been a a back-to-back Super Bowl champion in, what is it, 14 years. 
But they should be healthier at uh, starting uh, quarterback, of course, and their starting offensive line. They are very legitimate contender, and the favorites are plus 420, so you're getting them a little bit at better than 4-1. to one. Again, these odds are based on $100 per bet. Uh, Minnesota is plus 585. Now, look, at offshoreinsiders.com, you know that I, I've never really been a huge fan of Kurt Cousins, Minnesota's new acquisition. I would say he's probably a slight upgrade from Case Keenum from last year in that he has a higher upside. But Case Keenum, you know, this guy showed that he's somebody who's not going to make mistakes. I've never been a big fan of the gunslinger type. Well, uh, Case Keenum's the polar opposite where he believes in holding on to the ball, and he made some good plays last year. So is Kirk Cousins really that much of an update? Uh, an upgrade? I'm not all that sure. Really, what I'm going to be looking for is Minnesota, in their first five weeks, they favor they face Garoppolo, Rodgers, Goff, and Wentz. So their pass defense is going to be tested early. Now, most likely after those five weeks, especially, you know, assuming that Wentz will be healthy. And, yeah, as we file this, it does look like he should be certainly healthy by the time Minnesota faces him. He says he'll definitely be ready for opening day. And, you know, Garoppolo, if he's for real, Minnesota could have some deceptive statistics defensively, uh, especially past defense heading into week six. And Minnesota, because of they were so successful last year, based on a lot of metrics, the best defense in the NFL, you're probably going to get some value on the over early. And then, especially after week five, maybe some value starts to come back on the under. They do get uh, Dalvin Cook, their star running back. He should be at full strength off a torn ACL. You never know when a guy's coming off of an ACL. Uh, Latavius Murray is back as a backup, but Cook really helped their screen game, which Minnesota likes to run. Adam Thielen, is he going to be for real? Look, this is a guy who improves every year. He went from 8 to 12 to 69 and 91 receptions in his career so far. Can he continue that pace? Well, he's probably not going to continue at that pace, but is he truly one of the top receivers in the NFL? Well, the fact that he keeps getting better each and every year tells me that it's not a fluke. Um, Lacan Treadwell, well, can he finally have his breakout year? He's been a disappointment. Still one of these guys you think has maybe an upside. Maybe he can be, you know, like a, a David Treadwell and just bloom uh, and get better each and every year. But there's no question he's been a uh, disappointment so far. They added Shelton Richardson to one of the best defensive lines in the league. So Minnesota is certainly a legitimate contender, though. The fact that I don't think they do have an elite quarterback, and again, did the Philadelphia Eagles win the Super Bowl with an elite quarterback last year? No, but then, again, they did have an elite quarterback that got them the best record in the NFC, and so they at least had that home field advantage. And then Nick Foles, um, he's still a better-than-average quarterback, and he played like an elite quarterback, but I still think Minnesota, I don't really believe they've got their answer at quarterback still, Enough talent around them. They are still a pretty good bet at plus 585. Check the latest odds at mybookie.ag. Make sure you use the promo code Duffy. Not only will you get the biggest sign-up bonus, not only will you always get paid on time, but if you use that promo code Duffy, you're showing your support for these videos slash podcasts, the simulcast, and it means you want more of them. The LA Rams at plus 600. I think one of the biggest bets heading into, one of the biggest questions for bettors heading into this year, not only for futures bets, but when you're betting against the spread, 
look, Jared Goff went from, you know, first year bust, if you can be a bust in your first year, to somebody who made one of the biggest first to second year jumps, which is really what you want to see. Too often we see quarterbacks where they look like world beaters in their rookie year, and then they take those steps back, like, you know, Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, and there have been other quarterbacks we're going to see what happens in Houston this year. But Jared Goff at least was kind of following what you would like to see young players do, where maybe, you know, they, they learn some things in the rookie year and they take the next step, and maybe this McVay marriage was perfect for him. He added a big weapon, Brandon Cook, speedy wide receiver, the 23rd pick, Todd Gurley, outstanding catching the ball out of the backfield with 788 rushing yards. What I like is... That can help Goff's confidence complete those uh, easy pass, those high percentage passes, and then he can use his uh, weapons. Marcus Peters and Aqib Tlaib, they're high-risk defensive backs, but I, I think they're perfect if the Rams' offense is for real. I like those, you know, I'm not a big fan of the bend-don't-break defenses. I'd rather see a defense that says, if you're going to beat me, you got to beat me with the big play, but one that forces a lot of turnovers because they get the ball back in the hands of the offense. So, I don't like defenses where you can nickel and dime them down the field and have those long, sustained drives, and I think the Rams are kind of built for that. They're built for forcing turnovers. They're going to get beat, I think, deep a few times this year, and as a result, probably still going to be a pretty good over team, even though you're going to have uh, a pretty high total. But if you do believe Jared Goff is for real because of the type of defense that they'll play, I do think the over will still be a good value despite the high, um, the, the fact you'll have a high total. Um, you know, they, they added uh, a couple guys on their defensive front, uh, including Sue and, and Donald. Lack of depth on defense, so the injury reports are going to be pretty big for them. If the Rams do have some injuries on defense, I think they're going to be bigger than they will for most teams. But a plus 600, you know, so-so. All right, the Green Bay Packers, plus 635. You know I love guys who touch the ball. And yeah, Aaron Rodgers is returning from a broken collarbone, but the last time he returned from a broken collarbone, he won the MVP. People think because he's starting to get up there in age and he's coming off of an, an injury, think he's actually undervalued here. They got a new defensive coordinator hoping to improve on those defensive numbers. Running back by committee, but look, Aaron Jones, this is a guy who averaged 5.5 yards per carry before he got an MCL injury. So again, he's coming back from a serious injury. He's a young player. He's got a big upside. So if the two Aarons are fully recovered from injuries, Green Bay, I like them a lot at plus 635. They're deep on their defensive line. Clay Matthews, Nick Perry, again, can they stay healthy? Linebacking core will certainly be improved. Devontae Adams really established himself as number one. Jordy Nelson is going, so he's officially number one to say the least. Rodgers, I think, still could probably use some more weapons on offense, especially at the running back position. Like I said, they might actually have a better running game than some people think because Aaron Jones was putting up some really good numbers before he was uh, hurt. And, uh, you know, this team does have a little more question marks as far as injuries are um, concerned, but a lot of possible exclamation points. So I think at plus 635, they are a team that I would definitely consider. Each and every week, you'll get the best picks in the industry. Joe Duffy's Picks at OffshoreInsiders.com have only been winning publicly since June the 1st, 1988. That's more than 30 years, folks. They go back to the score phone days. 
And if you're too young to remember those days, ask your mom, ask your dad about it. You know, I always think, you know, of course, back then, more males were sports betters than females. That's one thing I like to see, a lot more female sports betters coming, uh, you know, or evolving over the years. But if, uh, you know, those that remember me 30 years ago, more likely male. But ask your mom or dad about me. They were winning with me for years. New Orleans plus the 850. Look, they, they've had an outstanding rookie draft class last year, and they finally had some defense, plenty of help. Of course, from running back Alvin Kamara, you know that I always say the best defense is an offense that keeps them off the field. Kamara kept them off of the field, averaging 6.1 yards per carry. He was tremendous at that, uh, with Mark Ingram makes a great one-two punch. Without question, one of the best one-two punches in the NFL, and especially you know with that high-powered offense they have, now they can have some balance. They could have as good of an offense as there is in the NFL. Now, despite big strides on defense, a weak linebacking core allowed too many rushing yards. Marshawn Lattimore was a defensive rookie of the year, a definite shutdown corner. Still think the Saints' uh, offense or their defensive numbers are not as good as they their numbers showed last year in reality because the Saints had such a balanced offense, a good ball control game. I, helped, I think it helped that defense a lot. If Kamara, see, this is a perfect example. If Kamara gets hurt, I actually think the Saints become more of an over team because then the Saints would have to pass more and their defense would be on the field a lot more. So, yes, yeah, so often when a team loses a key running back or a key tight end, you know, the safety valve, so to speak, they become better over teams because they have to change their play calling. So yeah, I've said it time and time again. It's more, when you handicap totals, it's so more about pace than it is offensive or defensive competence. And the Saints would definitely have to play an even more up-tempo game if they have some injuries at the running back position. Atlanta plus 10-25. Look, we, we forget, this is still a pretty similar team to the Falcons team that became the first team in the history of the NFL to lose a Super Bowl in overtime just two years ago. So at 10 to, more than 10-1, it's not bad. You know, we talked about New Orleans having a good one-two punch at running back. Devontae Freeman and Devin Coleman, a great one-two punch. Really, the key to the Falcons is Julio Jones. He just dropped a ton of passes last year. Is Julio Jones still one of the top wide receivers in the NFL? And it's a legitimate question. Why did he drop so many damn passes last year? And we all know that last play of the season where he tripped and, and fell in the end zone that kind of summarized Jones entire year and why he didn't catch all that many touchdown passes he signed the big contract will he earn it uh, Vic Beasley look they did some experiment where they tried to make him more of a hybrid guy but he's going to be uh, back to the defensive end where he's at his best so their defense should be better their defensive backs had a lot of deflections last year they need to start forcing more turnovers but they've got that ability to do that I do think the Falcons could um, produce more turnovers this year, which is key. Look, the offense is aging, but the defense is getting better as they went with um, when they went to the Super Bowl with seven guys that were seven starters that were first or second year players. So yeah, they are getting better. A little uh, baptism by fire there. So their defense is getting better. Yeah, the their window of opportunity is starting to close. Um, you know, I'm not a big believer in this sense of urgency thing, that somehow that's actually a benefit for the Falcons, but I really think it comes down to Julio Jones. Is he or is he not back? Obviously, one of the most interesting teams, not only at offshoreinsiders.com, 
But for anybody, and even if you're not a gambler, the San Francisco 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo will be playing a full season as starting quarterback. He studied under Brady. Look, word is that Bill Belichick wanted to keep him. He was not happy when they let him go. So that tells me that um, that Garoppolo is for real. And we we know San Francisco was so much better under him. Uh, You know, all of a sudden, Shanahan looks like a good coach with Jimmy Garoppolo. It's just amazing how much better of a coach somebody is when they have a star quarterback. Uh, they do get wide receiver Pierre Garçon back from injury. So, And look, Marquise Goodwin, uh, uh, he did um, explode under Garoppolo. Was that for real? Can they continue to build on that chemistry? They added Richard Sherman to give experience to an otherwise young um, group of defensive backs. And yeah, Richard Sherman does have those intangibles. He's a great leader. We know that he may or may not be easiest guy in the world to root for, but I take him on my team, especially leading those um, defensive backs. He's a cerebral guy. He's going to be a big um, addition, not only physically, but I think, you know, like I said, he can lead a young group of defensive backs. Um, they, you know, they got their new defensive coordinator, Robert Sala. Um, he came from Seattle. We know he'll be very aggressive on defense. And, you know, they'll force some turnovers. Um, so, San Francisco, again, it comes down to how good is Jimmy Garoppolo. Dallas at plus 1,400. This is a team that's clearly trending down. No Des Bryant, no Jason Witten. They got no real chance. Their offense, um, their defense has been built through the draft the past few seasons, so I look for them to be a big under team. Their offense is trending down. Their defense is trending up. Look for them to be a big under team. Carolina plus 1450. Cam Newton has struggled, you know, we'll call it the, the j- press conference jinx. Uh, ever since he was the MVP and went to the Super Bowl last year, he's really, really struggled despite adding a big weapon in Christian McCaffrey. Norv Turner's been brought in as the offensive coordinator. Uh, Ron Rivera coached under him and then runs a similar offense. So, you know, it should be a, a pretty easy transition. We know that Troy Aikman thinks Nor- Norv Turner is the bee's knees and the cat's meow. Uh, they added Torrey Smith and drafted D.J. Moore. So Newton's going to have as many weapons, especially if Greg Olson, the key is, you know, can Greg Olson come back healthy? But, uh, you know, that, that's the thing about Newton. He's never had the most accurate arm, and it was even less accurate last year. And then Coach, you know, they don't want him to, to be a running quarterback because he's going to take too much of a beating. But that's one of his strengths, so you don't want to take away one of his strengths. I think Carolina is one of those teams that's more dangerous. they got to get in the playoffs first. And they can become more dangerous in the playoffs because we, you know whether it's him. We, we said the same thing about Marcus Mariota. These uh, athletic quarterbacks can become even better in the postseason because they're going to take the reins off of them. They're going to be able to use their legs in the postseason more than they are during the regular season. So I think Carolina is a pretty good long shot. Detroit. Yeah, good luck, Matt Patricia. Your quarterback is the ultimate coach killer. He did revamp the defense, and he's going to emphasize the running game. So that's going to be good. I think Detroit's going to be better simply because they're going to emphasize the running game a little bit more, and they're not going to be putting it so much in the hands, literally and figuratively, of their extremely overrated quarterback in Matt Stafford. I told you from day one he was overrated. People still don't listen to me. I said the same thing about Dwight Howard from from day one and, and Milo Anthony. And, you know, sticking back to Jeff George, Jake, you, you know the long list, guys. I'm right a lot more often than I'm wrong, and I'm sorry. Any team with Matt Stafford as quarterback, 
I'm not going to bet on them to go to the Super Bowl. He does have that, you know, king of predictably unpredictable, which means when they're in a slump and getting points, maybe that's that's probably the time to go with them. But when they're playing well and laying points, usually the time to go against him. Uh, they did trade up to draft carry on Johnson. They signed LeGarrette Blount, and there's no secret, as I said, they're going to be running more. So they probably will be a good under team early. Their offensive line, it was alleged to underachieve, and they did have some injuries, but again, isn't it amazing when your quarterback is Matt Stafford or some of those guys that I named, you know, throw Drew Bledsoe and Elite, Jake Plummer. It's amazing how disappointing offensive lines always play in front of guys like Matt Stafford. Just amazing. But I think now that he's got some running, you know you're going to find out this year? Detroit's, this is what the media is going to tell us. Detroit's run, um, they're great run blockers. They're just not good pass blockers. But trust me, racket. You heard it here first. If, you know, the rookie from Auburn um, can be uh, everything they're expecting from him. And, of course, if, you know, crazy LeGarrette, sometimes he does some goofy stuff, but could be a little bit of a, you know, thunder and lightning type thing. That's, that's what the media is going to tell us. Good run blocking. Terrible pass blocking. Saddle plus 1950. They don't have much of a running game. Lost Paul Richardson and Jimmy Graham as receiving weapons. You know that I love Russell Wilson. He just doesn't have enough weapons. Tampa plus 2150. They're quite interesting. Yeah, Jameis Winston. We knew he wasn't going to be protected by the Tallahassee cops. You just knew something was going to happen where he'd get himself suspended. But he'll he'll be back. And maybe it'll be a blessing in disguise, like when, you know, Tom Brady was suspended a couple years ago for reasons that weren't quite as serious from a, uh, you know, a standpoint, maybe a football standpoint, Brady's were more serious. But, but anyway, regardless, maybe that suspension will wake him up. You know, he'll come in with a vengeance. But he was last year's biggest disappointment with the Sean Jackson and Mike Evans got two outstanding wide receivers, Chris Godwin had a decent rookie year. Tight and O.J. Howard. Is he going to have a breakout year? Look, the weapons are there in uh, Tampa. They added Jason Pierre-Paul to improve their terrible pass rush. Completely rebuilt secondary that gave up the most passing yards. But again, their offense was such a disappointment last year, which means the defense is going to be on the field more. Tampa at plus 2150. You know, watch my AFC video Said Houston's probably the best of the fairly long shots. Tampa is the best of the fairly long shots here. Remember, a lot of people, but myself and I got to, you know, be accurate. I did predict. And remember, I don't like to make the futures bets because I don't want it to bias my ability to make the week-by-week adjustments. But Tampa um, last year was my prediction to go to the Super Bowl. I didn't bet them for the reasons I just stated. Still... This year, you know, again, the same reasons I predicted them last year. They're still a very good long shot at plus 2150 this year. Chicago Bears at plus 4650. Their new head coach, Matt Nagy, is going to try to, you know, can he be that? It's such a copycat league, and the Bears are trying to duplicate that McVay Goff magic. They're this year's obviously top candidate. Mitch Trubisky showed a couple flashes last year, but was really all in all a bust, but they're hoping he's going to be this year's Jared Goff. Uh, the West Coast offense with a ton of RPO, run-pass option, which, you know, Trubisky's a good athlete. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I do think Chicago 
going to be a good team to bet on this year. Um, they're going to open up their offense, by the way. So they're, you know, the, I like to say there's a big difference between the handicapping numbers and the fantasy numbers. The fantasy numbers are going to be improved, but the fantasy numbers are important when it comes to totals. Gets back to what did I say? Handicapping totals is much more about pace and the play calling than it is offensive or defensive competence. So Chicago, I think, will definitely be an over team early on in the year. We're going to keep, you know, one thing you keep an eye on in the preseason is Allen Robinson. He's off an ACL tear. They did sign him as a free agent. And, uh, you know, he's one of these guys that I, I do think that uh, could have an upside. So Chicago, I think, will be a pretty good team to bet on as an underdog. Probably a better team as an over team, but no, they're not going to be, you know, the big surprise this year. And then there's, you know, a couple teams that we didn't actually uh, mention. I think they're the ones that are the ones that are most notable of mentioning, especially when you're talking about who's going to go to the Super Bowl, but some betting, you know, trends, you know, which are going to be over teams, under teams early on in the year. 30 years of experience. I have advanced, nobody's better at advanced analytics than I am. Joe Duffy's picks. OffshoreInsiders.com, most thoroughly vetted sports handicappers, the most thoroughly vetted sports books. Every single sports book we have on OffshoreInsiders.com, every single one, they have been vetted through personal experience, through sending clients who have said great recommendation. They pay everybody on time. I've been in this industry a long time. I know a lot of the people who found it, the offshore sports books. I know people that from the inside, people will tell me things. What are the true legitimate sports books? Which ones aren't? Um, believe me, I am a true offshore insider when it comes to sports books and, and, and betting type stuff. And yeah, there are legitimate websites out there that are watchdogs, kind of the consumer reports of sports books. They've got to get the highest ratings from those websites as well. There aren't more thoroughly vetted. And again, not always by me personally. Yeah, I'm kind of piggybacking off of the work of some of those, um, you know, legitimate sites. But I'm adding my own stuff, knowing people that work at, at sports books and very much personal experience, etc. The best sports books and the best handicappers at OffshoreInsiders.com. Please show your support for the OffshoreInsiders.com podcast by betting at my bookie. .ag and use the promo code Duffy, D-U-F-F-Y, you will get a 50% sign-up bonus. Yep, you deposit $1,000, you'll have $1,500 to bet with. I personally have used them for several years. My clients also use them, and many of my clients bet big, and all my clients win big. They always pay on time, never a hassle, as easy of a sports book to ever use, and I've used dozens and dozens throughout the years. MyBookie.ag, promo code Duffy, D-U-F-F-Y, MyBookie.ag. Fast Wi-Fi. You use it to connect just about everything, which means having really fast Wi-Fi matters a lot. That's why Xfinity is breaking the gig barrier and delivering Wi-Fi speeds faster than a gig. It's more than enough speed to power every device in the house. Can your internet do that? Introducing Gig Wi-Fi, new from Xfinity. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit an Xfinity store to learn more. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and are not guaranteed. 